0: Hey all, my name's Matthew Cox, and I'll be the host of this untitled video game series. Playing video games with friends was a big part of my childhood. Whether it was Minecraft, Black Ops Zombies, The Sims, Mario Kart, or Mario Party, there was always fun to be had. There was something about being gifted a ray gun from the mystery box, and building the perfect home with grass blocks that brought me and my friends so much joy. I spend more time than I probably should playing and pondering video games. Best moments, worst moments, innovative gameplay, what I would change if I was in the writer's chair. I have consumed hundreds of hours of what are considered the best RPGs. They've made me laugh, cry, and scream in frustration. I've bonded over and shared countless interesting discussions about them. For any who don't know, RPG stands for role-playing game. It's probably what you think of when you hear video game. You step into the role of a character and play through a written narrative. Some RPGs have multiple endings, some do not. Some give you choice in how your character acts and feels. Others do not, or simply give you the illusion of choice. In this series, I plan to discuss my opinion on some of the highest rated games of the last decade. What character arcs were taken too far? Not taken far enough. Where do the lost opportunities and wasted potential lie? I'm going to look at Atlas's Persona 5 and Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, as well as its sequel. In particular, what I consider the silent killer of JRPGs and why fan opinion is so starkly polarized over Ellie's time in Seattle. I hope you'll give this series a listen and if you don't already, consider video games an emotionally and intellectually stimulating medium that deserve your attention. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, I highly recommend checking out both Persona 5 and The Last of Us series. Hey all I'm Matthew and welcome back to this untitled video game series. Today, we're going to be talking about Naughty Dog's heart-wrenching two-part RPG, The Last of Us. The first installment, released in 2013, follows zombie apocalypse survivor Joel Miller on his cross-country quest to deliver 14-year-old Ellie to a resistance group. Ellie's immunity to the outbreak is unheard of and might be the key to producing a cure and returning the world to normal. Part 2, released in 2020, takes place five years after the events of the first. Ellie embarks on a cross-country quest of her own, soaked in blood, regret, and rage. I will be discussing major spoilers from both installments, so if you have yet to play them, I highly recommend stopping here. I'm joined by my good friend Jason, who introduced me to the series and has a deep passion for it. Thanks for joining me and thanks for urging me to play The Last of Us. Yeah, of course. I uh, had to give you a chance to experience one of the best video games. Absolutely. So I wanted to ask, why do you think so many gamers have such a deep connection with the series? I think probably a lot of the connection
1: and the love that fans have for this series just comes from the writing and from the characters. I think especially the performances that are done by Troy Baker and And Ashley Johnson are just um, absolutely the bar for not just video game acting, I think just acting in general. They're both just such good actors that... I think they could be given really any character and they're going to make us really care about them. But there's something so special about uh, the story of Joel and Ellie and kind of how they find, I think, reconciliation and almost redemption uh, through each other, at least definitely kind of Ellie is, is Joel's way into feeling like uh, a, person a person again, idea. yeah, like his, ha- second his, his humanity. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been kind of a ruthless person, uh, just taking For what he needs. What? It's
0: been like 20, twenty years. Twenty years since, since his, his daughter died. daughter
1: died, and and you know the the breakout happened with with all the infected. I think a lot of people, what really interests them about Last of Us is that it's it's putting such a real relationship that people can relate to in such a strong sense in a fantastical world. Yeah. Um, but that's done For in sure. such a realistic way that I think it impacts people in a much more emotional way
0: yeah, than definitely. they would have expected playing a different yeah. game. If you could change one thing in the series, what would it be? Is there anything?
1: Um, parts of the story in part two that I don't, Maybe, like, don't read as believable as, like, a lot of the other decisions that are made in the game. Like, absolutely, I think Joel's death and how it it's carried out, I think all of that makes total sense. And I, I think the backstory with Abby and her father and how they explain that makes a lot of sense. I'd say the only thing that always griped me a little bit was Mel being pregnant and how she goes out with the like the scouting team yeah. on the first day when you play as Abby. Yeah. Um, despite being super despite being pregnant. Despite being literally super pregnant and and they mention that. Like Abby's like, You're really gonna go out like that? Or or maybe Manny says it and she's like she's like, Who's gonna stop me? Like I'm allowed to make my own decisions and gets her killed. <laughs> gets her killed. And I understand like she like they she had to be with them so she could eventually like be with the group when Abby brings Lev and Yara to them. To, I just To I, fix Yara. To, to fix Yara. Um, I understand Mel needed to be there, but I just I just never believed that because no one is not letting Mel go out because they're like, you know, you're a woman. You're not you shouldn't mm. be allowed to go. It's like no She's a pregnant woman, and she's a doctor, one of the few doctors. It's like, yeah. she should be the most protected person. I don't care how much she wants to go out and fight. Like, you would not let that person go out and fight. So that was the only part that I was like, I don't believe that, that all these people at this camp, all these wolves, would let Mel go out. But no, that's about it. I, I'm, I'm someone who, who really respects any writer's decision in, in a story. Like... It you know, however they craft the story, Uh that's you know that's how it goes, and I think it's up to kind of the audience to to understand like maybe
0: why the writer wanted to go in that direction. Definitely, we got to talk about part two's controversy. Why do you think so many fans hate the second installment so much?
1: Honestly, I think a lot of the hate just is ignorance. Mm -hmm. Um, one, I I think it's funny because a lot of the people who, you know, were so vocal about hating it, uh, on social media, on YouTube and on Twitter or people who never, who never played the game and still haven't played the game. So they, they don't, they don't understand all the genius character dynamics and the conversations and the specific lines and the intonations that these lines are delivered I like they 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 just they're they're not understanding the reality of where a lot of these characters are coming from they're uh-huh. just they're just looking objectively at what happened Joel died I loved Joel from the first one I wanted to have Joel in the game a lot cuz I loved Joel and Ellie's relationship so I hate the game. And, uh-huh. well, and I think a lot of the divisiveness comes uh, from the fact that there was a leak that happened months before it was released where people saw the scene of Joel getting killed. And I guess there was information about the fact that you would then play as Abby, the person who kills Joel. And then that was about it. Like there wasn't mm. much else that was leaked about the game. But that was enough to But, that, but that was enough. And especially without having any other context. Um, it was just kind of a sh- uh, <laughs> a storm of yeah. <laughs> of not of, of people b- uh, being very harsh on the. G- I mean, there were YouTube videos like twenty, thirty minute YouTube videos about people saying like, "Cancel your pre-orders. It's a horrible game." Like, no way, no. Like, it, it it's was the best game. Part two is the best game I've ever played. It's one of the best games I've ever played, and yeah. I'm glad you share that opinion. But like, and from someone who loves the series and part two so much and who was absolutely so thrilled and like waiting on the edge of my seat every day closer and closer to when it was going to be released and then like heartbroken when it got delayed but i was like that's okay because you it's know, for the better it's for the better um and someone who like i pre-ordered the collector's edition i spent over 200 on it Dang. it's it's kind of dis- just it's really disheartening to see like all over twitter and youtube people saying like this game's going to be horrible, like, cancel your pre-orders, like, Joel dies, they hate the fan base, they, they don't respect us, they don't respect the character of Joel, you know? And then all the memes of, like, he gets his head bashed in by a golf club, like, why would he – why would they make him die like that? Which and, – and what was even funnier was so many people were, like, trying to propose, this is how I think the story should go. And most of the time, it was just some variation of, you know... Of the first game. Of the first game. Joel doesn't die, and Joel and Ellie go out... Across the country uh, uh, and become closer as father and daughter. Across the country and become even closer and have adventures where they barely scrape by with their lives, but they're okay. And it's like, that's formulaic, and that's a cash grab. Mm -hmm. And what I respect so much about Naughty Dog is that... I think because they care so much about the characters, they wanted to tell a story of what would actually happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean and, – and I don't know. I think it was just – I think the controversy lies in you know the fact that there was a leak. I truly believe that if people didn't know what happened before the game came out – It would not be, it would be divisive. No, I think it would be much better received. But I think a lot of the divisiveness from people being upset that the story didn't follow how with, they wanted, how it. they wanted it to.
0: Yeah,
1: um, which I think is interesting because the most visceral thing you can do to a player base is take away the character. That they're so emotionally invested in, because then that gives them so much motivation. Now that they're playing as Ellie,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I mean, because the whole game was about them building the relationship, mm-hmm. and so the the clear next step is kind of how does that relationship get taken away from Ellie, and how does that you know what domino? Do her? What
0: does it do to her? Thank you so much for joining me, Jason. This was our discussion on The Last of Us.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. Special thanks to Jason for his passionate insight into this incredible series. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey all, welcome back to another episode of this untitled video game series. Using The Last of Us as inspiration, I created a soundscape of a minute in the life amidst a zombie outbreak. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you haven't already, get inside and play a video game. Until next time.